Welcome to Insights, a production of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Insights is an audio podcast that provides perspective on the opportunities and uncertainties facing investors today. Today's program, The Market Insights Notes on the Week Ahead. Hello, this is David Kelly. I'm Chief Strategist here at J.P. Morgan Funds. Today is May 21st, 2019. I ran in a local 5K race over the weekend. As the assorted participants milled around at the start, I noticed just how many of them looked on the young side. But this happens to me more often these days. Every year there are more runners younger than me and fewer that are older. And so I huffed and puffed my way around the course, breathing in the dust kicked up by the heels of some young teenager in front of me. I've had to adjust both my expectations and my strategy to my personal demographic reality. Demographics are reshaping the economic landscape also requiring a similar adjustment in expectations and strategy for investors. The week ahead will be dominated by near-term concerns. There will be particular focus on the European Parliament elections, where more nationalistic populist parties appear likely to make gains and further complicate Britain's Brexit dilemma. There will also be economic data, including, we think, a relatively weak report on durable goods orders and mediocre numbers on new and existing home sales. However, for long-term investors, demographic trends may prove to be more important. Last week, the Centers for Disease Control announced that fewer than 3.8 million babies were born in the U.S. in 2018, down 2% from a year earlier and the lowest total in 32 years. Due to this, in an environment of falling immigration and steady mortality, the overall U.S. population grew just six-tenths of 1% in 2018. This compares to nine-tenths of a percent growth a year earlier, or a decade ago, 1.2% growth in the mid-1990s, and nearly 2% per year in the 1950s and 1960s. While this slower population growth poses a challenge to American business and, by implication, American investors, it's by no means a clear negative for society as a whole. First, it should be recognized that the best measure for the change in economic welfare is not the growth in overall GDP, but the growth in GDP per person. This being the case, 2.5% growth today implies a stronger gain in living standards than 3% growth 20 years ago. Second, by later on this year, the U.S. population will surpass 330 million people. No one stuck in traffic today or flying over the urban sprawl of our major cities would claim that America's biggest problem is too few people. For the sake of the environment and our our own quality of life, Americans and humans in general will be better served by zero population growth. However, the slowdown in population growth poses particular economic challenges, and to the extent that they are not being addressed by policymakers, they will have investment consequences. First, it's important to recognize that not only is population growth slowing, it's slowing in a way that is particularly awkward for the economy. The baby boom saw U.S. births exceed 4 million people for 11 consecutive years between 1954 and 1964, a record that has still not been surpassed even with today's much larger overall population. Because of this, as baby boomers retire, there's a particular shortage of working-age Americans with a population between ages 18 and 64 currently growing by less than three-tenths of a percent per year, a trend that could persist throughout the 2020s. Given this, as a nation, we should probably be having a serious conversation about temporarily boosting rather than reducing immigration, at least while the baby boom is retiring. This would allow us to supply the economy with extra workers to match the inevitably swelling numbers of dependents. According to the Census Bureau, in 2017, 79% of the immigrant population in the U.S. was aged between 18 and 64, compared to to 59% of the native-born population. 
Moreover, this statistic understates the degree to which immigrants arrive in their working years, since it includes those who immigrated to the United States years ago and are now above the age of 65. Immigration is overwhelmingly about the arrival of workers to the United States. Second, given the very high probability that policymakers will not seek to boost immigration in the near term, we should not boost demand of the economy beyond the economy's capacity to supply. Overly expansionary fiscal and monetary stimulus in an attempt to sustain 3% real GDP growth is much more likely to foster destabilizing asset bubbles than to achieve its stated objective. Third, given slow growth in domestic markets, policymakers should work to reduce both trade barriers and the level of the dollar to help U.S. businesses access faster-growing markets overseas. For investors, it's important to recognize that a slower-growing economy is one that should produce both lower bond deals and slower earnings growth. Consequently, they should not expect the kind of investment returns they've achieved in recent decades. Second, they should appreciate that in a nation of slower population growth, home building and auto sales will not be the boom industries that they have typically been in a strong economy in the past. More likely, particularly if the current economic expansion is sustained for some more years, there will be an ever-increasing proliferation of AI and robotics in the economy to compensate for a lack of workers. Finally, an investment strategy. A plain vanilla strategy of betting on strong U.S. growth overall is likely to produce disappointing results. To achieve better results in the long run, investors will have a great need to find selective winners in an evolving U.S. economy and take advantage of faster growth overseas, particularly in emerging markets that face less of a demographic challenge. In a financial environment that is always bubbling over with uncertainties, demographics are a relatively stable and predictable force. That is why, before making large speculative bets on nearly random future events, Investors should make sure they are at least appropriately positioned for America's demographic reality. Well, that's it for this week. Please tune in again next week. And if you have any questions in the meantime, please reach out to your J.P. Morgan representative. This content has been produced for information purposes only. And as such, the views contained herein are not to be taken as advice or recommendation to buy or sell any investment or interest thereto. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the recipient. The material was prepared without regard to specific objectives, financial situation, or needs of any particular receiver. Any research in this asset has been obtained and may have been acted upon by J.P. Morgan Asset Management for its own purpose. The results of such research are being made available as additional information and do not necessarily reflect the views of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Any forecasts, figures, opinions, statements of financial market trends, or investment techniques and strategies expressed are those of J.P. Morgan Asset Management, unless otherwise stated, as of the date of production. They are considered to be reliable at that time, but no warranty as to the accuracy and reliability or completeness in respect of any error or omission is accepted. They may be subject to change without reference or notification to you. J.P. Morgan Asset Management is the brand for the asset management business of J.P. Morgan Chase & Company and its affiliates worldwide. J.P. Morgan Distribution Services Incorporated. Copyright 2018. J.P. Morgan Chase & Company.